welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. Uh, in our last show, we were talking about relevance and uh, in, within higher education. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that we sort of started talking about but didn't get into a lot of depth on is sort of making sure that, that we have great people in the classroom and, and how they are doing things. And uh, you look at that in the context of how do we make sure we are teaching in a way that to, is relevant to today's students? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's again, that's another universe in by itself, and we can have several shows talking about it. But, um, you know, when you go to large institutions, when you've got a course that is attended by hundreds of people, uh, many times, it's not taught by uh, uh, the faculty, it's taught by the teaching assistants. Um, and the training for those individuals, and I'm going to contend to the faculty, isn't necessarily on the educational side. It is more on the specific subject uh, side of the house. So we end up with, uh, we, we end up with, people who think because they've succeeded in college, now they can teach. Because they ha they meet the minimum qualifications in a particular uh, subject, now they are uh, quite capable of teaching. And although there, there are situations where those come together, and we want the person to bring in their subject matter expertise, I think that teaching is... Um, is a science and an art that many people go to school to learn. Both of our parents were teachers, uh, and, and that's something you and I enjoy. But also a, a, a teacher is an empowerer of the learners. And one thing that irks me, a pet peeve of mine, is when we compare ourselves to the students and to this generation of students and we put them in boxes and in you know oh they're on their phones all the time or oh they need uh, you know they need more uh, tlc than than we did I, you know every generation can say that about the next generation uh, you and i belong to the same generation don't ask our parents about what they think about us and let's not ask our grandparents about what they thought about our parents and so on. So we can, all, we, can, we can always say that, but how does that keep us relevant and how does that keep us strong and how does that keep us being the right uh, teachers is my question. And I wonder what your thoughts are. Yeah, well, and I, I think one of the things, you, you always have to evolve how you teach. Um, you know, just just because you graduated 20 years ago doesn't mean, you know, you you have claimed all the knowledge there is in teaching at that point. Um, and, you know, it, it's looking at trends. So, you know, right now, the the super hot thing is AI. And there's this a little bit of, of panic, I think, in in higher ed that you know, oh my God, students are going to be using this to cheat. And 
yeah, they probably are. Students are going to find a way when they can to cut corners, um, save time and engage in other activities that they may like more at the time. Now, do they end up cheating themselves a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, the better question is, how do you take this technology uh, that I think is going to be here to stay and, you know, make the most use of it. Um, you know, you, you can't just sit back and say, well, you know, I don't want to teach AI because I don't like it. Uh, you know, people need to learn how to do that. I remember when, when I was in school, uh, you know, elementary, junior high and high school, uh, I heard all the time, you know, you have to memorize all this math stuff because you won't have a calculator all the time. Well, guess what I carry around with me all day, every day, a phone that not only has a calculator on it, but literally has access to every bit of knowledge in the known world. So, you know, things evolve, um, you know, with, with AI, uh, one of the realities of it is you have to know what you're doing in order to get a good result from it. Um, you know, I can't just go in and into a, an AI program and say, write me a history paper about the Civil War and expect to get anything of quality out of it. Um, you know, I, and I, I'm a user of AI. I, I use it basically every day in my job. Uh, I found it to be a valuable tool. I, I needed to do some, some complex formulas within Excel not too long ago. And I used AI to help me do that, but I had to describe exactly what it was that I needed to do. And it saved me a tremendous amount of time from having to figure that out on my own. Um, now the argument could be made. I didn't learn anything from that. I didn't learn how to go code those things into Excel myself, uh, because I copied and pasted a formula. Uh, if you want to be very pedantic about it, absolutely. I learned nothing from that. I, I disagree. I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why I disagree. First, I'm going to say that Sal Khan, the founder of the Khan Academy spoke specifically about AI and, and how we can use it in education. And I think it's a powerful presentation that he made on the topic. But I'm going to tell you that one of the things we do in schools is we want to test your knowledge as an individual and in the workplace, including what we do with our faculty, we want them to work in teams. So that is a, a, a diametrically opposed thought process that we cannot reconcile. And in the, in the world, we want you to share your knowledge. We want you to grow with the other person. We want you to be able to, to communicate and we want you to be able to uh, uh, reason and so on with, with, uh, in groups. And yet on your test, it's you. And if you look over there and if you ask questions, that's problematic. So, so I differ with that. And for the same people who are today claiming that it's it's the um, hell is uh, 
coming uh, pretty soon because of AI. I mean, there's still, for the most part, the same people who haven't used peer instruction that Eric Mazur started describing well over 30 years ago and published a book about them 25 plus years ago uh, and, and, and so on. So, I mean, like you weren't up to date 20 years ago, you weren't up to date a year ago, and now you're worried about something that we don't understand. Uh, I, I, another pet peeve of mine is hearing people say, oh, students are on their phone in my classroom all the time or on, the, on their uh, surfing the internet. Well, that's how you reach them. You really think writing on the chalkboard is what they want and talking at them is what they want? Right. Let me turn around, face away from them and write as I'm talking and hope that they engage with me. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of it is, you know, you, you look at engagement and, and for better or worse, argue this how you may, um, you know, people now are engaging with shorter bites of information. Um, and, you know, instead of I'm going to go watch an hour long thing on whatever, I'm going to watch a 10 second TikTok. Um, and, you know, so with that said, when, when we talk about, you know, especially like online learning, for example, uh, I, I remember, you know, meeting and, and looking at this, this thing where we could record, uh, things and, and people were like, well, I can record my entire 50 minute lecture on this. Yeah, you could, nobody's going to watch it, but you could. Uh, you know, but maybe you break that down because I, I can't remember sitting in too many classes where the lesson was 50 minutes long and, um, you know, the, the instructor spoke from the top of the hour to 50 minutes without ever stopping. So finding ways to engage in that, finding ways to be unique and relevant, I, I think is, is very important finding new technologies and taking advantage of them. Um, you know, if you can find quality content uh, that helps make your point, yeah, let's do it. Um, you know, there is always the possibility you get a little cringy and you get into the, you know, how are you doing fellow kids meme? Um, but, you know, it's important to, to sit there and say, because technology is involved, you know, improves over time there, there was a point where the only way we could dig in the ground was with our hands and you know along comes a rock then along comes a shovel then you know along comes powered equipment to do those things and um you know just like so many things you, you need to keep adapting to all of that to stay relevant so we've been talking about relevancy here on Let's Talk Ed as we start getting really long in our words uh, after I just said don't get long in your words. If you enjoy topics like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get new, notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here. And let's talk Ed.